The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. Your social worker with the microphone is here. I'm Catherine Zox with my co-host, Lauren Deller-Blake. You're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com and World Talk Radio. Did I say it's the Catherine Zox Show? You did. It was the first thing you said. Good. How are you this morning, Lauren? Hello, Catherine. I am really good. I sound funny and funky because I have this little um, virusy throat thing, but that's really not why I sound funny. I walked on fire this weekend. What do you mean you walked on fire? I did a fire walk. You actually walked on coal? I walked on hot fire coals, yes. I walked on fire. We're, all right, you're trying I to went talk. to a women's retreat, remember you I told you last week? I had this wonderful spa retreat, and you went out there and decided, well, screw her, I'm going to walk <laughs> on coals, and I'm going to do something far more over the top. Okay, well, so let walk, me tell you. What happened? What did you do? I did not intend to do this. I signed up for this little, like, casual business retreaty thing, thinking, oh, I need a little boost, you know, shot in the arm, a pat on the back, whatever, some fresh business ideas. <clears throat> I get there on Thursday night. I wasn't feeling great. I had this weird little throat thing going on. I went to sleep early, woke up on Friday, and went to the first morning, and she's sort of setting the stage for the weekend and what the schedule was. And she said, oh, by the way, tonight we're going to do a fire walk. Well, i got to tell you, five, four-letter words came out of my mouth starting with F a lot because I did not sign up for this. I was pissed. I did not want to do it. I did not want to walk on fire. I wasn't going to. I was going to stay in my hotel room and not come back out. And I did it. But wait, did they make you do it? I mean, no, 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 no. Absolutely no pressure at all. Didn't have to, but you know, I wasn't going to spend what I spent on my retreat and not go to one of the big events. You yeah, know, you have to do all the activities. So tell me, so what happened? How did you do it? I mean, what's the? What did you do? What do you do when you walk on fire so that you don't burn up? Uh, I, Catherine. It, it was funny because I'm coming. I was trying to tell my. You know, I come home from my retreat. I'll answer your question, and. I wanted to tell my daughter that I did this crazy thing. I'm like, I can't tell her I walked on fire. That's just not going to make sense to her. So I did it, like, very casually. But, yes, I walked on fire. It was, um, you don't burn. I have no blisters. I have no owies. My daughter wanted to know if I had an owie. No owies. No nothing. It's, like, it's all about um, your mind. I mean, literally, Catherine, I was, he took us through a very simple process of getting in what he calls in-state, and it's in a, like a high-level, high-energy, um, you know, when you just accomplish something really big, that state. And is that how you felt? It's like, is it like achieving another state? I mean, I'm just, this is basic, but more like mind over matter? And, and mind over matter, but I mean, he, there was a lot of, like, I just wrote a blog. It's going to be on my website today. I'm going to post it today. I wrote up a blog last night about, you know, sort of how you do it, but also what I learned from doing it. And it was so interesting because it was like, make it easy. Just let it be easy is what he kept saying. Let it be easy. Don't make it more than it is. Don't think about it. 
Like, don't think about the fact that you're walking on fire because then you're going to draw your attention to the hot coals. I can think of so many ways to translate that into everyday stuff. Exactly. Like it was, all the it's issues so applicable so to everyday stuff. so overwhelming and we're so terrified to approach or to, to you know, I mean, just, I've got a list this morning that I have to do after the show. So it's really helpful to hear that. So, so in other words, read my blog. Definitely read. I'm going to post it after the show. I'll post it. How many of you did it? How, were there, there women was 20 said, women no, in the program. What? 20 women. Every person walked. Actually, um, one person, actually, every, uh, every, applic- every person that was in the program walked, as well as the three instructors. Did anyone get stuck? Did anyone in the No. Of- Matter of fact, some people just kept walking through. I went once. I did not do it three and four and five times for pictures. Other people were doing it for pictures. He wouldn't let pictures be taken on the first walk because he didn't want anybody to break their concentration on you know their positive focus. I would be and doing it for pictures. What? <laughs> I would once I did it. I'll be back for pictures. But now, they, a lot of them did do it for pictures. They videotaped it, so ultimately I'll get a video of me doing it. But um, so how long is it? I mean, how long are you? Oh, it was only about six or eight feet long, like four or five steps. Was this but a life changing event? It was. It was a life changing event. And afterwards, I lost my voice because we're all yelling so much and cheering people on. And, um, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And I could go on. I'm only sort of touching the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more from a, I want to say, a spiritual standpoint. The other ironic thing, and not ironic really to me after I've looked at it, is my grandmother passed away within the same 24 hours. Oh, my Anyway, that was a whole other story, a whole other part to the story, which we don't have to get into, but... It was a crazy, yeah, it was a life-changing well, but weekend. Well, event affect your grandmother died, I, I think, she, what, she was in her late 80s? She was, yeah, she would have been 90 in September. So she was almost 90 years old. How did, do, did doing this affect the way you responded to your grandmother's death? Well, you know, my grandmother told me that she, um, she told us a couple weeks ago she was afraid to die. And this was about, you know, I realized that no matter how old we are, we have fears. Doesn't matter, age doesn't matter our level of fear. So it was interesting. I, um, when I did it, when I walked on the fire, I, I did it with the metaphor of taking her with me, that we're going to go through something fearful together. And she passed away right after that. So maybe there was something that she felt from you, you're saying. That sounds yeah, really well, I don't, yeah, I'm going to write it up for sure. That's a different blog, and I'm, I will be writing that up separately just because it was so overwhelming emotionally, you know, from that standpoint. But also right, so we want to look at your blog. So go to Lauren's blog at the, at the Big Fish website, right? Yeah. And it's not posted yet. It will be posted, you know, sometime today. Okay. Because so later today, folks, wherever then... you are, you can, you can hear the, the whole story about walking on, walking on fire. Not... Yeah. So my, yeah, people, I'll share the, more of the big, the whole story, the personal story and the business personally with people if they want that. But the blog will have, like, the story, like, I walked away with some really clear things that he talked about to help us get through the process of walking on fire. Bigfishnation.com? What? Bigfishnation.com? Actually, if you, they need to go to laurenbellerblake.com. laurenbellerblake.com. And that's on, the blog is on the homepage there. All right, and it'll be there. I'm losing my voice talking to you. This thing is catching. Uh, it's to... actually the excitement. But, yeah, it was cool, Catherine. You would have loved it. I would have. I would have definitely done it. I would have been terrified. You're right. People are scared. 
when they're little kids and they're scared when they're 90 years old. They're just, you know what? The, they're just, the fear is just attached to different things. You're scared. Exactly. Of, yeah. When and we have to continue to walk through fire our whole life, you know, literally for, uh, you know, 100 years. We walk through fire, and it's how we address it. Like some people procrastinate it. Um, some people procrastinate and put things off and put things off because of fear. And some people just do it and let it be easy. And, and those people, was, I mean, this man was 42 years old, multi, multi, multi-millionaire that had the opportunity to walk through fire nine times with Anthony Robbins and never did it. He was so afraid and was always the one that didn't do it and finally was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat this thing. And he hired someone to come to his house and teach him how to do it. And he became, he's one of the only fire, there's like six fire instructors in the world that can do this with you. And so do these six fire instructors get together? I don't you know. know. It's a great question. I don't know. Because six in the whole world really seems, well, one of them has to be somebody who taught him how to do it. That's what yeah. I would do, have somebody come and. That's what he did. He had someone come to his home, and now his home, I mean, we went to his house. Gorgeous Texas mansion. Gorgeous, fun, and it really just nice. At first, you're like, you're not sure about the guy, and then the more he talks, the more you're like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. So when you say you weren't sure about him, here's a guy who walks on coals or walks on fire, not walks on water, walks on fire. He's going to teach you how to do it, get you through it, and you're thinking, is he, were you really thinking, is he nuts? Is he exactly. Crazy? At yeah. first, I'm like, he is crazy. He's freaking crazy. And the more I listen to him, the more grounded he sounded. You know, it was amazing. But what happens, Lauren? Let's say you start doing it, and you said it's about eight feet that you have to walk. Yeah. In the middle, somebody breaks their concentration. Do they start, their, their feet start burning up? No, that didn't happen to anybody. That didn't ha- it's like, it doesn't happen. Now, I'll tell you something really more crazy. At the end, he played a song, which I need to email him and find out what the name is. As a matter of fact, he just emailed me this morning, so that's one of my questions. I'm trying to send the man a thank you note, and I, his Web address, his, his physical mailing address isn't on the website. So anyway. It burned up. It's burned up. Um, so <laughs> no, people, it doesn't happen. People just walk through. But what I was going to say is that at the end, when everybody was finished walking and pictures were taken, he had to stand in a half circle around the fire. And he stood in the coals. Catherine, I saw it with my own eyes for the entire length of a two to three minute song. Did not move his feet once. How did he get into this? How did he know about this? I mean, well, you mentioned... How did he know about it? Yeah. Well, I think he... Anthony Robbins is a big... You know, you know Anthony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, yeah, he's yes. A he's a big firewalker. And this guy, Charles, you know, had gone to his firewalking seminars many times and it didn't succeed. So he... And he felt like once it, he did succeed, he felt, felt like it was life-changing and wanted to teach others. I always wondered what the purpose of that was, Lauren. You know, I'd see people that whole, because it's an Indian thing, isn't it? And you would see uh, somehow I have a vision of some of, of someone walking on coals, and I really never understood the reason for it, except it was some daredevil thing that... Ritual. It was, well, I always thought it was more an African thing, but I think it comes from a lot of, you know, old cultures. And it's not about, it's so not about, um, it's not barbaric. You know, at first I, I so judged it. You know, I made it stupid. I made it, um, I made up all kinds of things about it that I just thought was just ridiculous. But it was really, what you realize is, you know, I remember, this is my thought. I wrote the book and, you know, I have, I, you know, I'm an author. My first principle is what you give energy to grows. 
And that was the first thing he said to us, where your energy goes, the heat will flow, or something like that. that makes I'm like, a lot oh, of man, this is, I have to walk my talk. You I do. have to walk and my talk. This so is much the- but Warren, when you came back and your daughter who, uh, you know, you, is under five years old. Yep. Um, and if you start telling her, I mean, you, uh, it would seem to me you want to share this because there's a lesson to be learned, but you start telling her that you walked on colds, I mean, she could try doing that. Exactly. You wouldn't want her to do that. Exactly. That's why I didn't get into it, and I didn't. At first I was thinking I would show her pictures and show her the video, you know, whatever, but I don't want to because it's, she's not, kids are so literal. And it's, but I will tell her when the time is right, you know. Amazing story. And we, we have an amazing guest on, too. She'd probably be interested in this because she's a mommy, Jessica Dene. I don't know if you know who she is. The Hot Mom to Be Handbook, Look and Feel Great from Bump to Baby. I'm kind of changing. Uh, Switching gears. It's okay. Changing gears, not completely. We're talking about moms and what they do. Anyway, she that's her new book, and uh, she is going to be talking to us in the next hour. She's also a blogger. It made me think of your thing, yeah. So uh, we're going to take a break. Lauren Deller, Blake, what a story walking on. Next next week you can walk on water. I'm Catherine Sox, <laughs> your social worker with a microphone. And coming up next is Jessica Denae, author of the Hot Mom-to-Be Handbook. Don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Money. We love it, we hate it, and everything in between. You can be the master of your life and your own economics. Join Professor Laurie Lamantia each week for the program, Making Peace with Money. Laurie will help you realize the power to create fulfillment in your life and shed new light on your money madness. You'll learn how to make peace with money and feel the joy and freedom renewed in your life. Making Peace with Money is broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you need directions to solve financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show. Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox. I'm your social worker with a microphone. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on VoiceAmericaVariety.com and also World Talk Radio. We're on both. We're on the net, the biggest Internet station in the world. Lauren Deller Blake, my co-host, the one with the raspy voice, the very sexy voice. And our guest this morning is Jessica Denae. She's author of the Hot Mom-to-Be Handbook, Look and Feel Great from Bump to Baby. She, uh, Jessica is regarded as a top blogger and mom lifestyle expert. She's been on hundreds of television shows. Now she's on our show. And you can go to hotmomsclub.com to see Jessica, more information. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you on this morning, Jessica. Thanks for having me. But before we talk about your book, tell you know you are the hot mom, and before the hot mom, you got married to someone who I think is pretty hot as well. So how did you meet your husband? Because that's kind of cool. That's a, one of those fairy tale meeting stories. Yeah, I was married to uh, Brian DeTillo. He's an actor on Days of Our Lives. He plays a character called Lucas. So he's been on the show a long time, about 18 years. And I actually met him my first night out in Los Angeles. I relocated to Los Angeles from uh, New Jersey, New York area. And you're not going to believe I was working at the time for Pierce Brosnan. I was teaching uh, their kids. So they actually brought me out. I met them. They were filming Thomas Crown Affair. So they actually brought me out to... California, and my first night out in Los Angeles, I, I met my uh, my future husband and future ex-husband, I guess you could say, um, <laughs> out just, you know, like a restaurant one, one night, so. That's very just, cool. All right, so that's how you met, met a sexy guy, and then you became a sexy mother, but it was, but, you know, you start off in the book, um, it wasn't easy for you to get pregnant. It wasn't, you know, you just thought you wanted to get pregnant and it was going to be easy, you know, and then what happened? Oh, that's actually um, Trista Sutter who wrote the forward from The Bachelor. She was the one that had the, the, the she tried for a couple of years to, to have a baby. Oh, okay. So that she, I, Me, she, I was the opposite. I, yeah. You got pregnant right away. <laughs> that was, it was unplanned, yeah. It was okay. a surprise. I've got you two mixed up. Okay, so yours was easy. Yes, and that's that's why actually I, I, I chose Trista to write the forward, I thought she'd be a great person to write the forward because we had completely different pregnancy experiences. Hers, she, she struggled for years to, to have a baby. When she finally did get pregnant, she had every complication under the sun, you know, five months of extreme, you know, nausea morning sickness and, sickness and nausea, yeah. and she had the preeclampsia and gestational diabetes. I mean, you name it, she had the dramatic birth with the emergency C-section. I mean, it couldn't have been more opposite from mine. mine was, okay, so yours um, is opposite. Let's talk about that because you're right. There, I mean, there's so many different scenarios that play out when you're pregnant and they're all different and yours yours sounds more like mine Easy. yeah I was mine was definitely a surprise and I was, I was a young mom I was 24 and it was it was easy I didn't get sick once I had you know it was no problem it was a perfect pregnancy I, I really enjoyed being pregnant actually I, I loved it and a very easy birth and delivery so I was really fortunate uh, I was one of the lucky ones but I wanted to have somebody the perspective in the book from someone who did have a challenging time because a lot of moms out there do go through that. And, and, you know, I can't speak to that. I can say, oh, yeah, you know, try this for morning sickness. But ultimately, I, I've never come from that place of understanding. So I wanted to have that, that represented. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think that's good to do because I think sometimes when, mo- when mothers or pregnant women who have difficulty, they start feeling bad about themselves or there's something wrong and then, and then they kind of feel, 
isolated, maybe less so today. Well, they can go to your website or, you know, but still. Um, so you need to, I think it, it's good to cover all bases in terms of wh- wh- how it can be for those nine months, you know. Um, all right, so. It's important to know you're not alone. And, yeah, And exactly. that other people are going through it no matter what you're going through or dealing with. And, and that's the great thing, you know, the, with the technology, obviously there's always pros and cons, but the nice thing about being able to connect with so many people today and have a network of, of support on the web and, and whatnot is, is that you can find people going through the exact same thing that you're going through at that exact same moment. <laughs> so well, it's kind of nice. That's like the purpose of your book and your, and obviously also the website. So you can help women to, well, information, stay connected, not feel isolated. Absolutely. And when we say, I want to go back a little bit and say, when we talk about a hot mom, it's an attitude. This is a way of being. It's being confident. It's feeling empowered. So every mom is a hot mom. We just help break her loose. We help shake the hot mom, you know, out from inside of you because we believe you're not the best mom unless you're the best you. So when we started it, it was all about helping moms feel confident and be the best version of themselves so they could be a better mother. And through the years of starting the Hot Moms Club, you know, fortunately, I do live in Los Angeles and I have a lot of, you know, um, Hollywood or celebrity connections and it was really helpful because you can message out easier when you have celebrity support. But um, we were really the first mom's, uh, first mom's site and, and group to really speak to mom, not just as a parent, but also as a woman. And we were the, kind of the first one to kind of do it in kind of a, a hip, fun way. And, again, we, we include all mothers in that. We don't even say grandma. We say glamma because it's all about feeling fabulous. But how? Let's all right. Let's get down to it. How do you feel glamorous when? All right, you just had a baby, and maybe you've had the great experience like you did. I had it like nine months to the day. All three boys feel it, but still, give birth ten pounds overweight. My hair doesn't look good. I you know I'm not working at the moment. I mean I'm feeling like I don't feel like a hot mom. I feel the opposite and well sure it's definitely a lot harder to feel glamorous when you you've got you know spit up on your <laughs> clothes and you you know again you're, you're going on a couple hours sleep it's it's definitely you can't take care of yourself like you did when you're getting your manicures once <laughs> once a week or whatever it is um as a mother but you know what I, I always say that's why you have to get out there whether it's you know baby in the stroller start walking because you know exercising is not just great obviously it helps you physically get back into shape, but mentally, it's such a release. It's such a great thing. Get those endorphins flowing. You feel good just accomplishing something, saying you're going out and you're going to walk for 10 or 15 minutes and grab a girlfriend and you can talk and chat and you feel good. When you get back, you're on such a high because you feel good. The baby got some exercise. They're out there. You got some exercise. And if it's wintertime or cold, there's always things you can do, whether it's walking up and down your stairs or you go to the mall and, and, and push the stroller around. Do something that's going to make you feel active and alive and and one of the biggest things I tell all mothers, and this is one of these little things that makes a big difference, and it's um, it's basically when you get up in the morning, put on you know a nice pair, get dressed, get dressed nice. No, don't just throw on schlumpy sweats, even though it's hard to kind of get get to that point. You know, like you just want to be comfortable, but you can still be comfortable in some nice jeans or some cute sweats. Put a little makeup on. You will feel so much better about yourself. When you look good, you feel good. And conversely, when you're feeling good, I Jessica, and it's so simple, but it's something I think a lot of women don't do. I mean, I was guilty. I had this brown bathrobe, and it was a joke. When am I? When do I get out of this brown bathrobe and put on some clothes? And I think sometimes what you can do, and I don't know if you did this, Lauren, but and probably not because you didn't have weight to lose. But it was always, well, I'm not going to buy more. I'm not going to buy new clothes. I'm going to wait till I can fit into the clothes, my pre-pregnancy clothes. And what you're saying is maybe it's important to go out and buy some new clothes, buy some things that fit you now that you look good in so that you, 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 you're you not 
sitting around, as you say, in that, you know, the schlumpy bathrobe or the big tunic or whatever, the, you know, whatever it is. Exactly. It doesn't kill your spirit, like, sitting around and feeling like when you look, bleh. let's face it, on the days when you feel a little dressed up, you've got a little makeup, you know, your hair feels nice, you go out, you present differently, you're smiling more, you're, you know, you just, when you treat yourself with respect, other people will treat you with respect. And that's the only way you're going to teach your kids self-respect and confidence. But so would you say, but, Jessica, do the same things that you did before, but maybe do them in a different way? Exactly. I mean, you're not going to have, maybe you're not going to have 45 minutes to blow out your hair like you used to, but you know what? It can still look cute. You don't have to schlep it back. You know, there's, there's ways you can find little tricks of the trade to, and that's what the book kind of has little tricks on how you can get ready instead of maybe in 10 minutes, instead of in 45 minutes like it was before. Sometimes a little lip gloss goes a long way and just, just, it takes just as much time to put on a pair of jeans and a nice shirt as it is to throw on a pair of like old sweats or that, you know, that frumpy, frumpy outfit. So, so what was the most difficult thing for you? Because everyone's going to look at you and they're going to look at the, buy your book, look at the back of the book, you're gorgeous, you're out in, you know, Hollywood, uh, but the, you know, here we are in, you know, New York, it's freezing, it's cold, it's gray, uh, and, you know, the average, you know, we have our job and we don't, you know, have the glamorous stuff, so what do, what would, we want to know about you, what was difficult for you? The well, most difficult you know, thing the book actually you had takes your baby. a lot of these celebrity tricks and secrets and makes it accessible for every mom because that's what I get asked so much. But, you know, I, I didn't always feel good about myself, even though, you know, my son, this is 10 years ago when I first, um, when I first had him, and he, you know, at that time, the, the climate for motherhood was not what it is today. There was not that support. It wasn't cool or hip or trendy to be a mom. Here I was, this young mom who didn't really know, and again, I couldn't jump online or and and go and find a network of friends like you can. There weren't the sites that there are today. So I didn't really have that support. I didn't know. And I, I did fall into that trap. I was the mom who would throw my hair back in the ponytail and sniff the clothes out of the hamper to find something. And I, 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 I felt like for me, what I did was I was so, I really wanted to be the best mom, the, the, a good mom, and I would bring him to all the activities. But I realized I wasn't doing things for myself. You know, and I lost myself in that. And what I realized is you have to make your light bright. What do you have to shine on your children? I, I realized that, you know, you really do. That, that old saying, you have to fill your bucket so you have stuff to give. Because what I, I realized is there's something wrong here. How can I be the best mom unless I'm not, if I'm not the best me? Because I wasn't as happy. I agree with you. And I think that it's amazing that it's still a problem. I mean, it's still, after all these years, uh, I think mothers still have difficulty trying to be, and you talk about it in the book, being the best mom. But what is the best mom? It's not just doing all the right stuff or what you think is the right thing for your child. You have to do the right stuff for yourself. And there's something you have a quote in the beginning of the book. I've always said motherhood is about finding a balance, not balancing everything. Yeah, yeah. As, 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 as women, you know, we are we we want to do it all. We we feel like we're super, and when we do, you know, we're multitasking goddesses. We do it all with a toddler strapped to our hip. But I think we get down on ourselves if we can't do everything. And sometimes you just have to pick. Some days you just have to leave the dishes in the sink, and you got to go for something else. Or some days, you know, you have to think what is going to, you know, ultimately. You know, make sure, I always say, carve out at least if it's one day a week or one hour, whether it's a yoga class you want to go to or a hike or maybe it's just meeting some of your old girlfriends for coffee once a week. Do something for you because, let's face it, you need to do something that if mom is so stressed out, mom's a nucleus of the family. And when mom is happy, that old saying, everyone's happy, it's so true. You, your, your attitude dominoes. The rest of the family picks up on what you're feeling. And if you, it, it's the difference between when you're feeling refreshed and you're feeling 
charged. It's the difference between when the child spills the, the juice on the, the carpet or something, you being like, it's okay, next time we won't do that, you know, being all calm and being like, why did you spill that? You shouldn't have, you know, the moms that are so stressed out because they don't have any release, are, are they really being an effective parent? I think moms, some moms still even feel guilty about having help or get, unless it's their own mother or it's their sister who comes in to help them take care of the baby. They're, they're reluctant to, to hire help to come in for an evening or whatever it is, so that, or even in the daytime so they can go out, exercise, be with their girlfriends. They don't do that. If they're in an office situation, they'll hire somebody to, you know, a personal assistant or, you know, they have a staff to help them. But when, when they're at home, Somehow there's that guilt. They have to be taking care of one, two, or three children by themselves and not giving themselves any kind of a a break or a relief. Yeah, and what they don't realize is you're you're giving yourself that release for the sake of your children, making yourself happy sometimes. And I'm not saying it's like you're going out and putting yourself on the top of your to-do list. I'm just saying put yourself on there, you know, somewhere. And, you know, make it, like I said, it, it doesn't have to be every day that you're going out, but maybe once a week or do something that's going to make you feel good and don't feel guilty about getting a babysitter. Hey, guess what? I remember when I was a kid, my parents used to go out, you know, to dinner with some of their friends and they'd have a babysitter now. And then guess what? We used to love it. We used to get so excited. And I was dating myself, but my parents used to get us TV dinners. It was like the, the treat when the when the uh, babysitter came over. We used to be like, yes, we were so excited to have a babysitter, and she was fun and cool, and and it was great. And you know what? It was good for them to go and do it. And kids need to know that you go back, you you leave, but you come back. Yeah. That, and you've got that. I think that I'm glad we're going to take a short break, but I totally agree with you. And my mother did that well too. She had a great balance, and and it sounds like a very similar situation. Jessica Denae, author of the Hot Mom to Be Handbook, look and feel great from bump to baby. Uh, you're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone with Lauren Beller-Blake. We'll be, don't go away, we'll be back in a minute. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is Dr. Vijaya Nair. Together with my dear friend, Dr. Howard Piper, we are hosting our own show called Kiss Your Life Hello. We are two internationally recognized experts, researchers, authors, and health advocates in holistic medicine and counseling. We promise you a fantastic show with interesting guest experts to educate and entertain you with the latest information on mind, body, and spirit wellness. Join us on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you there. If your pets could talk, they'd tell you to tune in to Pet Shop Talk. Join internationally recognized animal massage therapist Lola Jean Michelin every week for a show that covers everything from nutrition, health care, and training for your pet or animal. Lola and her guest experts will bring you the latest trends in the pet care industry. And even if you're not a pet owner, you'll find out why pets do the crazy things they do. Tune in each Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. 
Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll free number is 866 472 5788. That number again is 866 472 5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. You're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com and World Talk Radio with Lauren Beller Blake, my co host, and Jessica Denae, author of The Hot Mom to Be Handbook Look and Feel Great from Bump to Baby. And if you're just joining us, Jessica is a top blogger and mom lifestyle expert. You've got to get her book. She definitely is. And go to her website or the website, hotmomsclub.com. So much in the book, Jessica. You know, we can't talk about all of it, but there are a couple topics that I'm very interested in. One, which I think is so important, is the echo-minded mama. I mean, women today really have a lot of information uh, and it's stuff maybe they don't want to hear about, but I think they have to be really diligent with their kids in terms of not exposing them to carcinogens. Um, and there are lots of areas in terms of the, fair, the care and feeding of your baby that can involve doing, you know, that you have to have information about so that you are what are you, raising a green baby, I guess we could say. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and people don't realize, you know, the, the products that we put on our skin when you're pregnant, you know, the products you should use all natural products and organic products because guess what? That goes and, you know, your baby can, can be affected by that because it goes into your bloodstream, et cetera. So it goes right through your skin there. So making sure when you're pregnant, you're using natural products. I really like the Mustela products because they are, um, natural and, um, they're what, great. Like the, when you're rubbing you your that, belly. Cause I, you went by that quickly. What is it? What products? Oh, it's Mustela, M-U-S-T-E-L-A. M-U-S-T-E-L-A, Mustela. And so those are what, fragrance-free, I would assume, too? Yes. Yeah, and they're they're really great. They're the natural products, and you can use them when you're pregnant. They also have a line of products for the baby as well. Uh, so when the baby is born, you can use them on, on the baby. And I know they're they're definitely a Hollywood favorite. A lot of celebrity moms use use the product line because it works. It's, it's a great product line, and it's safe. Um, so using great products is great. Also what you eat, you know, making sure that you're eating healthy because you're eating for two, especially when you're, you're pregnant is, is so important. And, and, I would yeah, say, and if you you're know, eating so much, you really should eat well because you are yeah. getting a lot of that stuff in your body. And I think um, I went to your website. You've got a blog here on what to eat and what's, you know, get staying away from chemicals because I guess May is National Salad Month. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the foods most likely to have pesticide residue on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's so important today to be informed and and to really to eat as healthy as possible. If you've ever wanted to kind of start that way when you're pregnant, it's, it's never been a better time to kind of start on a healthy healthy eating habit. So it's it's really exciting to see how much information there is out there today and how much um, you know you can start to see a shift. You know, look at like all the Whole Foods. You know, uh, supermarkets everywhere, and people just just. I feel like there's a shift in people eating healthier or just being more knowledgeable about what foods are healthy. Yeah, I, I think that's you know, and we, we just have to keep saying it over and over because ultimately, you know, that does affect our well-being physically, emotionally. All you know, so you really, as you say, you need to start when you're pregnant, not just when the the day the baby's born. But 
healthy yeah, products. Personal always, care products exactly. real important to make sure that they are fragrance free, chemical free, all of those things. So you know that. And, and are there other websites that we can go to to get that information? I know you have a lot of them in the book here. Yeah, I, I link um, from our site um, uh, from hotmomsclub.com. We link to various sites that have information. I mean, there's so there's so much awareness out there. And Healthy Child, Healthy World is a really great organization. They're nonprofit, and they um, are always up to date on what the latest. Um, you know, again, keeping kids healthy and all the products that are healthy and, and things out there. So I would say Healthy Child, Healthy World is a great organization, and, and I would check out their website for, for up-to-date information on all of that. Yeah, and there's a blog, Teensy Green, you, teensygreen.com, teens, so it's teens. Teens yep. can also uh, go to that website and that blog. Yep. Okay, so real important to do that. Stiletto is great, too. Eco Stiletto is another great site. I mean, that's the nice thing today. They're literally you know, dozens and dozens of <laughs> top blogs and, and sites and information. I mean, the wealth of information is just incredible, it, it, like never before, and it's exciting. You have to be careful because there's always misinformation out there, and that's kind of what I tried to do in the book is is cut through a lot of that because we, we do have access to a lot of these websites and bloggers and experts that I'm always meeting, and it's nice to know, you know, wh- you know which ones, and again, every product I, I mentioned there, we've tested, we've used, we we endorse it because we, we, we like it, and, and um you know, we've used it ourselves because it's so hard to know. It is hard to know. So at least they can go to your website, hotmomsclub.com, start from there, and you know you have a reliable source. And uh, and you're right, it is because there's a zillion, you know, people just trying to sell their products, and you don't know whether they're really green products or good for you or chemical-free. Another thing that you brought up, talk to us about this, because someone had mentioned this to me, actually, who uh, just had a baby a couple weeks ago. The cord blood registry, what is that, and how does that affect moms and, and, and children? Well, um, uh, cord blood registry is something, now, uh, I'm not sure, are you familiar with what um, this is? When the baby is born, obviously the umbilical cord links the mom and the baby together. And when they cut the cord, what they used to do is just take that and just toss it in the garbage. What they realized is there are millions and millions of viable stem cells in that umbilical, like in that cord right there that are a perfect match for that child. And if you save it, there's companies like Cord Blood Registry is the, the leader in the space. If you save it, you go, they, 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 you put, the doctor will put it in the kit and they save it and they, they freeze it in um, facilities. And what they do is they can use that then when, if the child should ever, God forbid, need it, if he's got, you know, maybe it can cure up to um, 80 diseases and also help the body fight up against 80 diseases. And what's so exciting about this is the advancements in technology, they don't even know what they're going to be able to do with that in the next five to 10 years as far as what it might be able to do for the child as far as, you know, um, you know, just cancers and if they bump their head, I mean, like anything, they, they just don't even know. But they said it's just, it's such a shame that it gets tossed out. You only have one chance to save it, to save the cord blood, and that's at birth. So you either do it or don't do it. I wish I had my own. Um, unfortunately, um, they say mothers are most likely a match for that those stem cells and the, the cord blood as well. And siblings can be up to a 75% chance a match for the cord blood. So if you didn't bank for your first child, you can register. You know, if you're pregnant now, you can register for your other child's cord blood, and, and hopefully that would be a match if, she, if they should ever need it. All right. So say you need you want to do this. You're a new mother. They're listening to us. Uh, is this step one? What do you do? Do you start with your obstetrician gynecologist? Tell them that's what you want to do. Is it the hospital or how, what's the? Yep. Oh yeah. Well, definitely talk to your your OBGYN about it. They're they should be well informed about it. And I would do some research on the web. Go to cordbloodregistry.com. 
and or, 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 or I'm sorry, cordblood.com and um, and check out. There's a lot of information there, and then absolutely talk to your OBGYN about it. And then yeah, they will handle that for you, and um, the company will send a kit so that when you uh, and a lot of the hospitals have the kits there as well, so you can when you decide and then they'll, they'll have it all planned out and they'll take it to the facility and, and you're all set. And what's nice about this is, um, you know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, complain because it's a little bit expensive because it's, ex- it's cost around between $1,500 and $2,000 initially to bank it. And then it's a hundred dollars a year per storage. You can actually put it on baby registries now. And it's a great gift for grant from grandparents or people can chip in towards it. It's one of those things where, you know, should you should you need it? It's one of those invaluable things because afterwards, you know, if someone were to tell you, you'd pay millions of dollars, you know, to have it back if you knew it could help your child, and you know, there's nothing you could be able to do at that point. Yeah, and parents will buy a, a $1,200 baby carriage. Exactly. Uh, and you know, instead of perhaps doing that, you could put the money towards this, you know, the health of of your baby. But with, is, is it two, two things? Jessica, is there, it seems to me there isn't any downside to this, number one. And number two, would there be any hospitals that say, oh, no, we can't do it or we won't do it? Uh, no, because it's perfectly safe for the baby and the mother, except in, like, super high-risk pregnancies or something like that, you know, if there was some kind of a complication. But there's no risk. It doesn't hurt anybody. You know, again, it's just um, – so there's no risk. And, and it's, you just – ideally, you tell the, the, your doctor the facility ahead of time so they can have the kid available. Most hospitals will already have them on hand, but some do not. You know, so you just want to always be prepared going in there. But, yeah, it's pretty simple. The collection process is easy and simple. And um, I actually – because, you know, part of my job is to be informed on everything, the latest – you know, whatever, anything going on in, in motherhood. So I actually went down to um, the core blood registry facility in Arizona to check it out because I wanted to see, you know, they, they freeze it in the li- uh, liquid um, nitrogen. And I got to, I mean, this, this facility was like Fort Knox. I said, if there's ever Armageddon, I'm coming here because it was like the bulletproof glass. I mean, it, this place was, uh, I mean, unbelievable, these tanks that they were freezing them in. It was really Cool to see that they took such care in, in the procedure, and, and then they had this wall of all the kids that were helped by having their cord blood. And it was just this list of names, and it was really neat. Some of the touching stories, and it was really moving. It was one of those things where my son, we didn't know about it ten years ago, but I, I wish I, I wish I had done it, and I wish I'd known about it. And if I ever have another child, I'll absolutely, it's something I, I would do. Like you said, there's no downside. Most people just think oh, the cost, but again, you can. They they have ways that people can finance it if they if it's important. And what they also do is for people who are high risk and they can't afford it, they have um, a, a program where they help families that you know if they have like say leukemia in their family or, or some sort of this disease and they they can't afford it, they will they will bank it for them for free. Yeah, so they, there's ways to mitigate the cost. And you just mentioned one thing. I mean, there are some people who say, oh, well, we have a healthy family. There's no reason to do it. You don't know what's going to happen down the line. But then there are families who have chronic illnesses that they know about, genetic diseases. My God, this is like an incredible thing. Why, Jessica, why isn't it automatic that, the ob- that all obstetricians, the American Medical Association wouldn't say you, you would give this, a, you would, this would be an option. This was something that you would tell all pregnant women when they come to you. Well, because it's because of the cost, because it's expensive to to store it and whatnot, and um, it's one of the things that they would love for the insurance. Is this is something I think insurance would pay for, but I guess insurance companies probably don't want to because it is it is pricey, you know, initially because it does, you know, they have to fly it to the facility. There's a lot of handlers who have to make sure everything goes right in the storage of it and whatnot. And I think that's probably why, yeah, because there really is no downside. There's no controversy around it because no one's being hurt or harmed by it. So they're yeah. just throw it in the trash. 
And it's, you know, it may be expensive initially, but long term, you're saving money because you're not going to perhaps, you know, be taking care of someone who has a disease over a long period of time. So, you know, in the short term, it's expensive, but over time, I think the reason is because it's only been they've only been doing it just about ten years, and because they there's so many unknowns, they don't know like like what they were so excited about. They believe when I was at the facility, they said they believe that 100 percent of the kids. The babies that have, you know, the children that have their their blood banked with them will use it at some point in their life, whether they get a disease or not, because they believe in 10 or 20 years, 30 years, they may be able to use it for knee surgery or for, you know, just the random little things that, you know, or when as they get older, you know, Alzheimer, whatever it is, they believe that they're because the technology is just advancing so quickly that um, they they don't even know what they're going to be able to do tap into this. They believe that there's going to be so many things they're going to be able to do with it that they don't even know about now. That's amazing. That is great information. Well, you are the expert, and you just brought up something that I think a lot of our mothers or, or grandmothers or whoever's listening do not know about. So I really uh, appreciate you talking about this. And go. And so I'll, I'll mention again. I think that uh, listeners need to go to your website because there are always the topics like this and many many others also in the book. But hotmomsclub.com, and you can also purchase. Uh, Jessica's book, online bookstores everywhere, The Hot Mom to Be Handbook, Look and Feel Great from Bump to Baby. you got so much stuff here and so much to talk about. Thanks yeah, so much for being on the show this morning. Um, MomToBeSweepstakes.com. You can also win a free core blood registry. You can win a brat decor nursery and a lot of the great things I talk about in the book because I figure, you know, the celebrities that get all this great swag, why not give everyone a chance to, to win it as well? So Mom to be sweepstakes, you can win, uh, you know, many things we talked about today and um, many of the, the products I talk about in the book. Great. You're doing great work, Jessica. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to The Catherine Zock Show. I'm your social worker with a microphone with Lauren Deller-Blake, VoiceAmericaVariety.com, and World Talk Radio. We'll be back in a minute. Don't go away. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Best Boomer Towns delivers the inside scoop on the best 21 places to relocate or retire in the U.S. Listen to columnists, town bloggers, and local residents as we highlight a town each week. Talk show host Nancy Shaka brings you the best and the brightest. As a baby boomer, you experienced Beatlemania, Woodstock, Vietnam, and the women's movement. Today, you're educated, health-minded, and thinking about where to spend your future. Tune in at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, to Best Boomer Towns every Thursday on the Voice America Variety Channel and start planning the best rest of your life. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. 
Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. Lauren Bella Blake, Catherine Sox. I'm your social worker with the microphone, VoiceAmericaVariety.com, and World Talk Radio. Listen to us both uh, on both stations. Uh, we had, Lauren and I were talking to Jessica Denae, author of the Hot Mom to Be Handbook, and with a hot topic, cord blood registry, um, which is something that I wish I could have done. But Lauren, it was well. Example: You have a four-year-old. You could have taken that cord blood, you could have frozen it, and you would have had the opportunity to use it later on, but no one told you about it, and I'm sure four years ago, they were doing it. It's all about information. There is so much information out there, but but there's so much that I think sometimes we don't get the right information, or we're not directed in the right place. How do we do that? We're not focused, necessarily, to getting stuff that's going to help us, because we're all over the place. (laughs) Listening to your radio show, Catherine. Exactly. Listen to us. Listen to the radio show. That's one way, but there are other ways. And so you have to you also, don't you think, do you have places that you go to that you know are reliable, that you'll get information, and then it will provide you with, say, other websites, I mean, that you consistently go to? I don't. And, you know, I think that's part of the problem with the Internet is there's so much information how do you decipher? How do you get through it? Like, I'm feeling like sometimes, like, why Why didn't I know about that cord blood thing? Yeah. You know, I should have known about that four years ago, four Not and a half years ago. should you. Look where you are. You are, first of all, you're a business coach. You're a radio host. You have two master's degrees. You have, I mean, I mean in terms of intellect and information, you're somebody you should, and, and I'm myself included. Um, although I wouldn't have been able to access the, you know, to be able to do it, why didn't we know about that? Why this woman that I spoke to, as I told her on the air two weeks ago, no one told her. She was so upset. It's gone. Yeah. It's over. She just had a baby. She could have <clears throat> got, yeah. I totally agree. It's interesting that we're not, um, it, I'm shocked that, you know, the birthing center that I was at four years ago didn't mention it to me. A birthing center of all places. Yeah, see, I think there's no excuse for that. We spend more time on dancing with the stars exactly. and doing this stuff. But not that we don't want to be entertained. You can't have you know, information all the time. It's, you know, you need to just kind of ch- take a chill. But, you know, there's just the crummy stuff, we did, the reality TV stuff, that, you know, that's, to me anyway, that's a waste of, it's a waste of your time and all we have is time. It's true. It's the only non-renewable resource we have. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to spend it, and what do you want to do with it? It is Well, so what I'm doing is I'm going to Poland and Istanbul next week. You uh, Next week? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Listen to you. I am going... I have always... 
I can't say always wanted to, but I've had an interest in going to Poland. Of course, I don't know if this is the best time to go, but we're going. And Who are you going with, Barry? I'm going with Barry. And what are you going to do there? I'm going to just go as a tourist. I have a, a, a friend who knows some people there, actually, who are in the not music business, who are artists, uh, so maybe meet up with some of those people in Poland. But uh, just as a, you know, to see, you know, apparently Istanbul is like this vibrant, fascinating city that, you know, and they have beautiful beaches in Turkey. You won't be able to get there because, it's, you know, they're way out of town. And um, But it, it should be, and I, I don't know if I'm going to, I have to tell you, I don't know. I could broadcast from there. I could just call in and, you know, our guests call in from all, from around the world. So I yeah, I would think you could. Yeah, it's a, it's it might a, be what time in it's well, like two it's in the morning. Time difference. It works out well. So ten o'clock in the morning here is six hours later there, which is four no, o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, cocktail hour before I have exactly. my cocktail. Exactly, you could have cocktails with us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know that that could be you know that could be an easy thing to do. Fine. I just my goal, and you know, I've said this before. I just want to go. Any pl- I, my goal is to go to more places than Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was your goal. Yes, when she, when she was the uh, Secretary of State, they had a list of all the countries that she had been to. So I'm. And you're now you have your list next to her list, and you're going to let us know when it's one more. Uh huh. <laughs> Don't get Hillary. We have a lot more travel to do. Yeah, ex- a lot more travel. She's, but. Um, it's a good guideline, but anyway, I, and I don't. And I'm not sure this is on her list, but I'm sure she's been to Poland and and um, Istanbul. But I had never been to Turkey. Fun, yeah. So, just ten days. You know, you do it either. Well, it takes you know, it's, uh, ten days, two places, because then I think you get a, a real. Yeah, place. I agree. I think that yeah, anything less than that would be too much. Then you're running around. You don't see anything. Yeah, I was actually going to leave the following week for um, London for three days, and I just. For three days, it just doesn't make sense to me. I need a little more time. Yeah, three days in London is definitely not enough. You well, need I decided to, you not to five, go. If you did what? I decided not to go. Well, you could do five days. Can can you get five days in there? Well, my husband doesn't want to stay longer than three. He's got to be there three days prior. And, and yeah, so we're not doing it. He's going, but he's going for three, and I'm not going. So can I? Why can't you stay two more days, or do you have to fly back with him? I thought it would be nice bonding time to fly back with him. But you're right; I didn't have to. Well, you bond going over. You can do. No, no, he's going by himself with her for work. I'd go. I'd go later because he's going to be in meetings for twelve hours a day for three days. Well, I think you can't. You won't get the perfect bonding situation. No, we're not. But then I needed to fly my mother in, and I'm going to be back in New York in two weeks. And I was at this trip. It just was too much, you know. It's okay. So, next time, and yeah. I might go by myself. You know, take my yeah. daughter when she's ten. Absolutely, and even when she's eight, you know, by the time they're eight, I mean, that's kind of pushing it, but still. No, she's ready to go. She was so funny. I told you what she said. No, I didn't tell you. I was leaving on Thursday Thursday for this retreat I went to, and I was trying to tell her, you know, the situation and when I was leaving and when I'd see her, and I said, "Um, so I'm going to leave tomorrow after school for my retreat, and she says, Mommy, what's a retreat? And I said, it's a place that you go to spend time on yourself, and she says, oh, great, when can I go? (laughs) She's going to be well-trained. She is going to be ready for London at six, at six. years old. It's true. Yeah, and she'll be fun because... Because she is. Yeah, because she is fun. And you know what? That, that's, that's, 
that will be really fun. But but don't wait because I, I have another story. I mean, at the other end, we're always talking about but a friend of mine who's in her early seventies, and her husband just died, and she planned and and but she's going ahead, and she planned a trip with friends to go to South America, but a group trip. And then the friend she planned to go with, something happened to her, some physical thing, she can't go, she needs surgery. So my friend saying, well, then I'm not going to go, and I'm going to wait. And I said, don't go. Wait. You know, I agree with that. Do not wait. You are in your 70s because the next time it's you're going to have something wrong with you, and you'll never go. It's true. I agree with that. No, I totally agree. Like, Seize the moment. Seize the moment. Not It's not that she's being ir- irresponsible. I would never recommend being irresponsible, but you really do have to. And if you be- seize the moment and not base too much of your stuff on somebody else's problems or life, if, if, if it's not family, then she just needs to go. That's That was my advice. Yeah, no, I agree with that. We have to say goodbye. It was a fun show as always. Yes. And I'm, I'm I'm impressed. I really am impressed, my dear, that you are walking on fire. Fire, yes. Well, thank you. It was fun sharing the story. <laughs> I have to top that one. We'll see. Lauren Uh-oh. Deller Blake, and you can have go to her trip. website this afternoon if you want more information about it. Go to laurendellerblake.com. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, You're li- and you've been listening to the Catherine Zox Show. Have a great day. We'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of The Catherine Zox Show. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversations with Catherine Zox. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.